if I had lupine at that time, would help me understand the city and what's happening around me. It takes time for you to know what are the places, your favorite restaurant, what's happening, what are the events. Did you know that Glendale has a ton of free, cool community events happening at any given time? Hi, I'm Kendall Young from Diggs, and this is Love Your Diggs. Love it! Where we bring you the local resources to help you love your digs more. In just a moment, we're, we're going to hear from the founder of an app called Lupin, L-U-P-N, a free app available in the App Store and Google Play that will help you see all of the cool community events that are happening every one time so that you don't miss out on something you really wished you knew about. But first, let's do our real estate update for the week of October 15th, 2018. In the city of Glendale, it is still a strong seller's market. Our inventory is down a little bit. There is 95 homes available for sale. Um, that's single-family dwellings, I should say. Uh, price per square foot is flat over the last several weeks, and the days of market has been climbing. Right now, it's about 68, but that, to some extent, is kind of seasonal. If you're looking to buy a house in Glendale, um, it's not a bad time, um, but it's it's definitely getting a little bit more favorable, especially if you find a home that maybe has something that's not 100% popular, maybe a busy street or something that is not such in a great condition. Condos are another opportunity. Inventory is actually quite a bit up, which is nice. Of course, price per square foot, because on average, they're a lot more affordable. Um, the median list price for, for condos right now is $559. That average price per square foot has been going up. Interestingly, in the, in, in the area of North Glendale or La Crescenta, um, the days on market is only 56, but our inventory, wow, even though it's gone up, we only had like 36 available for sale at the end of August, and now there's 41. Inventory is really low, um, and it is a very strong seller's market. So that's your marketing minute. Now let's get into our interview with Adriana founder of Lupin. Hey, Adriana, I'm just so glad that you came over to Diggs for this conversation. When I first met you, um, actually, you and I were sitting next to each other a couple of times before I connected you to this amazing app that you have called Lupin. Mm -hmm. And um, I just think it's such a great idea. I want you to come on to the show. I want to tell people how they can find out where to do things. So yeah, that's cool. We could do that in like three seconds. But your story is so fascinating. I kind of wanted to get into that. Thank you. Yeah. So um, let's kind of, I, I'm, I'm fascinated with how I built this, a podcast that Guy Raz does. So mm -hmm. I thought it would be super cool to kind of do a little bit of that with you. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, you. all right. You told me that you, you, you come from Brazil. Yes. Is that Okay, which I totally got your accent wrong the first time we talked. Okay, so you came from Brazil. What were you doing in Brazil? Were you studying there, or I was a web designer in the late in Brazil. I moved to San Francisco around two thousand and one to to okay. attend a master's degree and study further interaction. So, but design. you started as a web designer in mm -hmm. Brazil. Brazil in the late nineties. In, in in the late when nineties, late nineteen nineties. Yeah. Okay, I just have to ask this question. Yeah. Were you like the only girl 
web designer <laughs> or are there more girl web designers in the 90s in Brazil than there were here? <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, the girls yeah. in tech, there's not yeah. a lot of them. Yes, I know. I know. But in Brazil, it was, you were I not think it was alone. a good balance. No, good balance. I think, yeah, which was fantastic. Okay, right? yay, Brazil. Yeah. Woohoo. Girl power in Brazil. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you were a web designer in Brazil. Um, you were doing pretty good, and you decided to move to San Francisco because. To do a master's, I wanted to study interactive television. I wanted to see what was come next after the internet, right? And then so interactive television, emerging which, technology, which really didn't device. go anywhere, did it? No, it didn't. Why? No. Why? Why did that not happen? Why can I not click a button on yeah, a television show yeah. and buy whatever? They're still trying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was I worked for Directv for some time, and they're still exploring a lot of interesting ways to control the tv but right. it's yeah, yeah in it, fact direct tv i had direct tv yeah, in the 90s yeah, and i remember yeah. them saying it with the interface was so clunky i was just like well it's a I great know, idea it's I can't do it. some several of them are it's terrible right, like, right. Oh, okay so you moved to to san francisco to do interactive tv that didn't really go anywhere no. what happened next I end up falling in love oh, for someone love. who lives in Los Angeles. Wait, so what was he doing in San Francisco? <laughs> <laughs> I was here. I was visiting. Uh, so we met. Then I moved to L.A. Then I started working a little bit on... No, no, you're glossing over the good stuff. You yeah. met the love yeah. of your life in San Francisco. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted the good stuff. You met the love of your life in San Francisco because he was... Uh, he was a friend of a friend. Oh, But okay. the funny story is that I thought he was... American, but he was actually he's Brazilian. And then I when okay, I first saw him, okay. I was like, "Nice to meet you." Was, yeah. Was so funny. you move your ass all the way to America, only to meet and fall in love with a Brazilian. Exactly. Who attended exactly the same university I did? Get like at, we lived in the same neighborhood at the same time. No, different times. Okay, he's old, he's much the, older. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like seriously. Yeah. Oh, that right, is right? that's delightful. Yeah. And is he also a tech guy? No, he's in animation. In animation. That's why Los Angeles. Ah, mm -hmm. so that's why Los Angeles. Exactly. Okay, yeah. so yeah. meet the love of your life. Yeah. Now you're down in Los Angeles. Yes. You have made, this is now your third really big move. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Okay. What was that uh, like? Which, which uh, it's, it's great, great experience, but it's interesting because if I had Lupina at that time, it would help me understand the city and what's happening around me, right? right. So, so it kind of... Yeah, getting, a lot of getting integrated into a new community exactly was it, it was it was difficult. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, because it takes time for you to know what are the places, your favorite restaurant, what's happening, what are the events. Hey, some of us who are natives don't know where the favorite restaurants are, what the <laughs> happenings are. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Now, did you have kids when you moved down here, or do you have kids now? Yeah, yeah, I have a seven and a nine years old. Uh, 19 year old nine seven oh, I was going to say you do not look old enough for a 19 year old <laughs> no, okay oh, no. seven and nine seven oh, those nine. those are really yeah. active ages they are right yeah. so keeping fantastic. them occupied and yeah. knowing how to keep them out of trouble yes no this it's fantastic they go to the public elementary school here in glendale okay. they are uh raised trilingual which is trilingual yes which is fantastic 
I can't even. For kids? Actually, I, I don't know if I made the right decision. But... No, it's the right decision. I speak English extraordinarily well, but I'm, I I speak no other language. I'm like the only person in this entire city who only speaks English. Like everybody else speaks at least three. So good on you. I only learned English when I finally moved to the U.S. It's okay. right to really learn it to live on. Well, yeah, but hard. you have Portuguese and you have English. Yeah. And, and it's Portuguese and English, right? It's Portuguese that- and English, and they're going to Franklin, which is an emerging language school, and uh-huh. they're learning Italian. Italian. Yeah. So Italian, Portuguese, yeah. And, yeah. and English. Yeah, it's a fantastic school. They have German, they have Spanish, and it's part of the Glendale District. Yes. Yeah, the emerging it's language fantastic. program for the yeah. Glendale School District is amazing. There's quite a few of them through there. Yeah. Um, okay, so you've got a seven and a nine-year-old. You're in Los Angeles. Did you have a job when you come here? Yes, here? I start working with interactive TV and emerging technology. I joined and you moved that down when I moved to... here. Yeah, okay. I joined an agency. We're doing that was right 2004, 2006, okay. around that area. Um, I was doing a lot of uh, interactive uh, before iPhone and iPad and all of that. So it was a lot of interesting proof of concept projects I was involved early on. It, while you were as an employee or was those side hustles that you were as a, As an employee for some... Okay, for the uh, interactive bigger, TVs big and agencies. Agencies, okay. direct TV. Then I started working for Disney Imagineering, helping them to discover uh, some different ways the guests at the parks could interact while they are okay. in lines. And so you, as, as a UI UX person user interface and your experience, for those of you who are non-techies, you have had a deep experience in trying to figure out how to create technology Mm -hmm. that really is not just technology for shits and giggles, but technology that people can use to make their lives better. Exactly. Right. Making, I mean, you weren't part of that fast pass thing, were you at Disneyland? Oh, okay. I didn't actually say that, but that is, that is the most killer diller thing like ever. I, in fact, I think I even talked, I think I even heard Guy Raz talk about the fast pass thing on, on his high built this. Um, so, so, I mean, that's certainly an example of, of some technologists such as yourself looking at a problem Mm -hmm. that Disneyland has super long lines. Exactly. And coming up with an idea that made the park experience exactly. better. Yeah, yeah, it was, was okay. fascinating, it was fascinating. So we're really leading of, up to, it's like yeah. you're, you, the, this Lupin thing is, is is born of this experience. Out of everything, exactly, out of so many, yeah, everything that I've been doing all my life, information, architecture, and organizing content and making it easy Easy to use by people and easy right? to Right, how many times have we, have we downloaded an app from the app store and went, yeah. This is terrible. I don't understand. I, know. I don't understand how to get started. Right. What is it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so you're working for Interactive, this agency, doing all of these things. Was there any job or position that happened? Well, so why, why aren't you doing that now? Okay. So um, when my son, he started kindergarten a couple of years ago, I was bombarded by information from the district, the school, the PTA, the room representative. It's a lot of going on. And as a user experience designer, I was like, there must be a solution for this. Why am I getting all of this? I think bombarded is a great yeah. word. Yeah, it, it was. And you say you, English is your second language. That is a fantastic, <laughs> that's how I felt as a parent. Yeah. It was just a fire hose. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then I started 
thinking, what if I find a solution for this? So I did some market research and it turned out that there are some companies already trying to find a solution. Um, even though some of their solutions are from the district and the school point of view, where my solution was from a parent's point of view, because I was suffering, I had the pain. Um, I, it was still, it seemed to be still a, still a hard market to get into. Is so it because hard market because it was oversaturated. Exactly, it was too many companies already okay. offering the same solution. Okay, that's when I did the pivot to the government. A pivot to the government. So before you were developing an app for parents, the idea was to do for parents for schools exactly to yeah just schools. aggregate all this content from everyone. Parents would get everything in a single place, right? And then when I realized the market was saturated, I, see. I also met. Um, Jennifer. The Glendale, Jennifer at the Glendale uh, Economic okay. Development Department, and uh, who, who loved the idea and introduced me to everyone else there. And uh, because it it it's, was so, a solution easily applied to. Okay, so when you say you pivoted, pivoted to a solution for government, man, that sounds dead boring. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, it just, what do I care what the government is doing? Right. That is not sexy. Yes, you care because they're using your tax to everything. So when you say you pivoted to government, what? You have a you have an app that tells me when the city council meetings are? How boring right, is that? Right. right. Your, your, your app is not that boring. So please tell me why I should, I should keep listening to you right now. Absolutely. <laughs> So we, what happens is uh, the local government is spending a lot of money organizing a lot of educational events, programs, to and uh, entertainment, art-related, cultural-related, right? And people don't know about it because um, they have a lot going on and they use a lot of social media channels, and they are competing with everyone, so they don't have a, a unified way to promote their contents. And then you also have the city partners, the business associations, the chambers of commerce, the nonprofits, also organizing a lot of free public events to the community. And what also happens is sometimes they overlap those big events. So there is a lot of challenge that the city, the city partners face when organizing all of these and we as uh, the residents have a hard time to know what's happening because we are bombarded by information. We live in an information overload era. Right. Uh, there are so many websites you need to go to find uh, information about the events happening in your town. And it's then true. you end up driving because you don't find anything nearby. I know when, when I've tried to create uh, calendars of uh, community events and resources, you know, because we let, we want here at Diggs, we pride ourselves on being the expert in the community, trying to figure out what the park and recs department is doing, mm -hmm. what the Glendale arts is doing, what the Glendale libraries are doing, what the city is doing. Mm -hmm. um, that's aggregating information from like six, exactly. seven different sources. Yeah. Um, and that's not even talking about, yeah. you know, some of the other things that might be happening. And you're right. There is yeah. overlap. Uh -huh. You might have this really interesting event happening in Montrose. Uh -huh. And at the exact same time, the Alex Theater is doing something that also looks just dead sexy fun to do. Yeah. 
yeah. some yeah. like awesome gay men's choir or um mm-hmm. they even had something where so you think you could dance i think it was so you think so, no no pentonics mm-hmm. was that i would have loved to have known that pentonics <laughs> was there i'm a pentonics fan but i didn't know because i i can't monitor all those mm-hmm. channels mm-hmm. exactly it's a lot of channels for you too and so monitor. so lupin can you spell it for our audience? Yeah, it's L-U-P-N. And the idea is to keep you in the loop, keep you loop, loop you in. So Lupin, you've looped me in. Exactly. Lupin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we are really trying to build this comprehensive community calendar where uh, we are inviting the city and city partners to upload all their content information. Uh, the city partners are approved by the city, the local government. So it's not open to everyone. It is, there is some curation. There is some. Um, so it's not like meetup where anybody can, can or, slap it up there. Exactly. Or next door or Facebook that anyone can put events. Which and does upload. feel a little bit like the wild, wild west. Exactly. So yeah. this is it. So what is going to determine what the city will approve or not approve? It's mostly their, uh, whom they consider partners, right? And who they consider uh, offering uh, benefits to the community. Okay. Right. So who would say, who would make that, that determination is? Is the city management department. Okay. Yeah. So, so, and I, so one of the, cause I know you just opened it up to city partners. Exactly. I just opened so it up. So it would be, maybe week. the process would be somebody puts in, uh, puts, gets in touch with you says, I've got this event, like we're doing an mm-hmm. event to help mm-hmm. the community understand how to downsize mm-hmm. and bring in lots of information and education and resources. Like, how do you get rid of your stuff? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, what do the taxes look like? That kind exactly. of thing. Yeah. So I could maybe send that event to you yes. and then you'll get it approved or yes. not approved. The way, no, we are approving the organizations who wants to join. Ah, okay. Yeah. For okay. now, that's that's what we are uh, starting to. So explore. is it like an application process? Yeah. You go to looping.co. Okay. Lupin.co. Um, right now, if you go there today, you will contact me and we will go from there mm-hmm. in a few days you'll be able to sign up at the mm-hmm. moment you sign up and create your organization the city will be notified and they approve or disapprove the organization okay so for example i would expect that if i asked tara peterson to register the the ywca and all the amazing things that they do that's something that would probably get approved absolutely right yeah, because they, but what they about a for-profit business such as myself like digs where we do a lot of community-oriented events, exactly. but I'm a for-profit business. Yeah, we There's could no be problem. Absolutely, it's only because yeah. I have an in with you. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because you are offering a community, right. a free public opportunity for people to get together and right, it's... right. So the so the events that we want on Lupin are community-oriented mm-hmm. and they're free mm-hmm. and they're open. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We're not saying you can only come to this event if you're a Martian with two antennae. And if you don't, <laughs> then we're not letting you in. No, right? no, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, that's that's super cool. And 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 what does it cost to have the, the Lupin app? Yeah. So we are exploring our business model and revenue model. Sure. Yeah, because we, we just we launched recently, we are on an early stage startup. Um we at the moment we're exploring advertisement, mm-hmm. and that's how we will be um, generating our revenue. Uh, but it's free to sign up for now. 
Okay. So if you want to get so into Looping Landale today, it's right. free. Um, so the users right now, definitely free. Uh, do you think that one of your one of your projections is that you would have paid users? We will be exploring that in the future. Okay. The important now is to make sure this idea, this app, this platform is useful mm -hmm. to a community like Landale mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. people are able to connect more, mm -hmm. are able to enjoy their communities, to shop local, to stay local, to meet the librarians, right? And that's what we want. We want to bring people together. We want to make sure you 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 meet your neighbor so you I know, did, at I, the public I, park. So I did hear something that 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 made my ears perk up. You said get them to shop local. Exactly. Is that is that I mean if that is a component, I Absolutely. think that's amazing. Yeah, I, because we want the the, the bookstore to be promoting their events like we have one nearby. Right. Uh, they have so Once many, upon a time. That's exactly. an amazing yeah, bookstore. They have by so the way. a lot of uh, uh local business like I Gosh. actually run a Facebook group called Buy Local, and it's specifically to help the local merchants get people to stop just going to Amazon blindly, mm -hmm. but instead getting to know them and getting yeah. to know what they offer exactly, so that they can yeah. you know shop yeah. local. Yeah, the Lupin is is highly focused on the local economy. Right, that's all we are about. It's it's helping we residents to stay local and to connect and to shop local and to understand what's around us. I find that wildly Rather than exciting. driving and spending yes, exactly. gas and... I find that wildly exciting <laughs> that you're not yeah. only wanting to connect city events that are run by the city government, but also find ways to connect the residents with their local business people and local services. Absolutely. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely... Well, you've got some really big yeah, plans. yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So if people want to be part of Lupin, if they want to download it, or if they want to contact you to be in it, what are the best ways for them to connect? Yeah. So uh, Lupin is available for download at Google Play and App Store. And um, L-U-P-N. Yeah. Just make sure to type L-U-P-N. Uh, if you like, please write us a review. It always helps. I will do that. <laughs> Absolutely. And if you are a city partner and would like to join the platform as a city partner to be listed, to be listing and publishing your events on the app, please feel free to contact me. As I said, in a few days, you'll be able to sign up by yourself. For now, we are doing everything behind How the scenes. How will they contact you? Um, by going on the website, lupn.co, not.com.co. L-U-P-N-C-O. And that'll be in the show notes, guys. Yeah, or you can send an email to adriana.tt, as in Thomas, double T, at lupn.co. Okay, and well. that will also be in the show notes. So if you want to sign up to have your events listed on Lupin, um, it always sounds nicer when you say it. <laughs> on, no, on, on Lupin, um, the, that information will be in the show notes. Adriana, this has been such a fun conversation. I cannot wait to see where you take this resource for the city and the citizens. I look forward to having you coming back on the show okay. with Lupin.2.0. Yes, that's our goal is to <laughs> get it. Um, that's it for this episode of Love Your Digs. We drop new episodes every Friday. Um, if you would be so kind as to subscribe, leave us a review, give us a five-star rating, because of course, 
it'll be five stars. And we can't wait to see you around town. Talk to you guys soon. 